You are now listening to Well, Well, Filling Out. Like, oh my god, did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his penis. Misandry. <laughs> yes, misandry. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? How big were her breasts? <laughs> What up, everybody? Hey, hey. Welcome to our first official, official episode of <laughs> Well Well. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> um, of Well Well Villanelle. And on this auspicious occasion, it's pretty, pretty fucking auspicious because I'm quite sure if you're listening to this podcast, you've already seen the Valentine's Day trailer. Yes, they, they, I guess they knew the right time. They knew the right. <laughs> it, was, it was a poetic release. Oh. It was my best Valentine, quite frankly. I, mean, I what well, I just I didn't know how to feel. It was on, and I was like, I just all the feels all at once. I was in love, in love immediately. I'm almost a little bit in shock that we're here already, because I remember thinking that it was going to take forever once I experienced the gloriousness of season one, and now we're back. We're like two months out, basically. Right. They from I, uh, we heard they finished recording. It was like, yeah, but but what does that mean for? The mixing and the, the editing <laughs> and, and then the release schedule. Like, I mean, we didn't, I mean, I guess the people were just on it, which is, I mean, I'm props to you guys, props to everybody. And, and, but this is what, side. this is what we were hoping for because we know anyone who was out here to try to check out a BBC show, like it's rough. Like for people who watch Sherlock or Luther or even Fleabag, um, shout out to Phoebe, who's the writer, um, creator of of uh, Killing Eve, that the shows can sometimes be spaced the fuck out with the BBC. They're like, maybe we come back next year, maybe the same year, maybe three years from now. I don't know. And so we were hoping that like the excitement and the the critical prey acclaim would be like, oh, we got to get this shit out right away. And that's exactly what we're getting. Thanks, BBC. Uh, thank you, especially because we all, we deserve, I mean, we understand a show like that could be, I mean, with bated breath, people could have waited an extra th- uh, three months or so for something right. to drop, but you you understand that, you know, it's like, this is that chronic is what it is, all right, ultimately. So I, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's watch this trailer again and see what's cracking like. It, it starts out with Eve looking shook. Right, wait, not only should just, I think for that the, is Villanelle's dried blood still no, on it's her still, it's, it's her blood. It's her blood. And so we've learned from like a couple of the interviews we've seen with them that the series picks up, it's going to pick up like 30 seconds ish right after the stabbing, which yay, yay. And no time jump, yay. Yo, and Eve is obviously so fucking fucked up that bitch ain't washed her hands. Did she, did she chase? her her bae out of the building after she stabbed her i mean we're gonna find out did she did the first thing i mean she had popcorn so (laughs) (laughs) so did she go and get something to eat she's like i don't know what to do i'm stressed what do i do when i'm stressed i get popcorn i eat and that's the first line we actually see from her is that she's outside potentially talking to one of her team probably for sure and she's like yo um so i found villanelle and i think i killed her (laughs) fancy that (laughs) fancy that and then we see our uh, our favorite killer bay 
Villanelle in a hospital, kind of uh, fucked up. And now she's in these, what is, is that like space? That is a hospital space pajamas. pajamas or is I that hospital know. pajamas? Did she still like, do doctors like switch? No, they can't. I'm trying to figure out where they came from. They look right. like scrubs, maybe. Like she pretended to be a nurse and but walked look at, out. But look at the high waters. Look at how, no, that's a little no. boys. That's like yeah, a child's so she went pajamas. into like, yeah, she went into like a child's infirmary or something. Yeah. Stole that. She stole sure. that shit. And, um, we have that other scene where she's in somebody's house and she's saying that she's going to stab somebody. <laughs> she's looking for a knife to stab. And I have classic Villanelle. All right. We see that she clearly sends Eve more gifts. She got some flowers in the box. That's exciting. Okay. So I'm going to need. What's up with this pig face though? Is, wait, is that a pig face or a doll face? I'm not quite sure. It's, uh, it's very hybrid. It looks. No, that's a pig. It's a it's pig. It's a snout. It's a snout. Yeah. Let's go back. Yeah. That's totally a snout. Um, so it looks like. Eve's not the only one affected here. Villanelle <laughs> also looks like she's dealing with some brand new emotions. Brand new emotions. <laughs> she is really on some brand and, new and, shit. And you see, she's still sending gifts. Okay, so- but look how look how Eve just just throttled that whole um, bottle to go of liquor, gin, vodka. We're not sure, but she took it straight to the head. Now I feel like if we go back to some of the congruous nature of this, is that. We can tell that some of this stuff is happening. I mean, I'm going to guess that a lot of the stuff we see happens in the first episode because they kind of did yes. that last time. Um, but judging from the outfit Eve has on is that as the trailer ends, I mean, first of all, I'm already going to predict that she, in this last scene. Is this scene, a crime scene or is she like home? No, where, where I think she? I think this is this is my guess is that it's going to be like episode six of season one where for a period of time we haven't seen them together. She's found Villanelle again and she's going to approach her because she's she's got on the trench coat when she takes the bottle straight to the head of the yes. booth. And she looks like she's in a, a hotel lobby. And then the next time we see her in the trench coat, she's in the hallway approaching a door. And then we see her get to the door. It's two on one. She's feeling, she's caressing the door. And oh, Villanelle and, oh looks to be clearly on the other side of the oh fucking my shit. Oh my God. I'm already shook. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already shook and screaming internally. Um, it's it's like, I mean. And the trailer ends with Villanelle in her so, pajamas telling people to shush. So Villanelle is at the door because she obviously, she's going to want her to come in. Like, but she how wants do you, her to come how in. How do you approach? Because this is, this is unmitigated <laughs> territory. Because like you have this lust it, it can't be described with another word you have this lust that's inside of you that that you you maybe you knew it could have been it could have been there it never really had an opportunity to sprout you right. had a very safe life all your life you have this oh yeah eve for this sure boyfriend for sure. husband whatever the deal is no kids you know this great job that changed drastically because of this brand new case right so now you have this dog with a bone uh you have this urge to unravel this serial killer that you've been chasing for like halfway around the world it's a sapphic <laughs> urge <laughs> it's a sapphic urge she has uh, to investigate and then the last time you thought you saw her you thought you killed her and then i'm guessing a b- trail of breadcrumbs and these gifts unless they were like post-dated which, <laughs> yeah. which i mean i wouldn't put it past the mastermind like you're like okay they lead me here so right. it's either the satisfaction of knowing that you were right and that she's still alive or if you open that door and she's not there, then you really did kill her. And then the most fascinating part of your life is, is, is over and right. it's your fault. But I think she, at that point, doesn't she have to know she's there? Like she's walking so tepidly. It's like, she knows by that point, obviously Villanelle's in the room and maybe there's some sort of dare, some sort of game Villanelle's playing with her. Cause we know she likes the games. She likes to have a little fun yes. um, to get her to come into the room. I mean, 
I mean, holy shit. I'm just happy that Villanelle's alive. I mean, I knew she wasn't going to die, but I just wanted to make sure that she was for sure, for sure going to be okay. And she's okay. And yes, I'm rooting for my favorite little psychopath. That's fine. That's what we're doing on this show. But like, I mean, first of all, actually, let's address one of these articles that came out um, or interviews, rather, interviews and articles, actually, if we say them both with both uh, Jodie Comer and um, Sandra Oh, and sometimes Phoebe Waller-Bridge, where they're talking about, you know, what we can expect in the future episodes. And what really, really caught a lot of people's eye, uh, or the phrasing of it, was a question that was asked um, to Sandra O oh when they were like, just what can you tell us about season two? What can you tease us with? And she's like, they put me through hell for me, for Eve. I think she just goes into darkness fully and the lines that she crosses over just keep on getting wider and wider. She goes past her limit and I think both of these characters are pushing past her limit. And the interviewer is like, is there anything you could tell us about the evolution of you two? And she's like, I think a huge factor in the evolution of their relationship is what happened in Villanelle's apartment at the end of series one. Yeah, yes, no shit. Okay. Yeah, definitely, totally, definitely, totally. And she's like, she continues, I think that action you did has a, has a profound effect on Villanelle. What that effect is, I'm not going to say because I feel that would be surprising to some of the audience, but I think... Uh, that definitely changes them both in a way that neither of them are quite ready for. And that's Jody that's saying that. And Sandra adds, I think it's like, you know, the difficulty of the romance is how to be together. Wait, pause, freeze, pause. Hang on. Back it up. Because back, now we're wait, using wait, the word wait, romance, romance blatantly. So, so, <laughs> so we have to accept now that the new woman with the curly hair, uh, for you guys that don't know, um, so Villanelle's uh, <laughs> character has been plagued with this, I don't want to call it a memory, she's had a lived experience of being, let's say, molested, coerced into a romantic partnership that was a weird power scale Power thing, dynamic right, thing, where yep. She was the weaker of the power scale because it was her teacher, but you know, she exerted with her skills, the ability to off her husband <laughs> to kind of say, well, you know, this is what I bring to the table. Don't engage in statutory rape because I mean, honestly, I saw some conjecture online too, where people trying to say, you know, you know, or trying to put it in Villanelle's court. It's like Villanelle's a fucking minor bro. Like that's all in her teacher's court. And we right. knew, we knew that bitch was lying. I mean, we'll get into it when we go dive back into season one, but we knew she was lying from jump straight in that episode when, uh, Eve is like, so did y'all shmang? And she's like, get the fuck out of my apartment! Right, yes, right. How dare you? Right. So that was a yes, basically, is what we're saying. And yeah, so Sandra O oh is here musing in the interview about the difficulty of the romance. It's how to be together. Well, well, well. Well, we all saw, especially wow. in episode one of season one, that the romance is not in the bedroom with her husband. It yo, is, it yo, is what's, that name? what's that dude's name? Nico? Nico's I, a fucking loser. They keep trying to, I don't know, schedule Coitus. She fell asleep. She's like, wait, we're <laughs> supposed, we supposed to have sex today? I don't, I don't remember. Um, it's all right. Can we just put a pen in it? I don't know. I, I like the I, way I, that I she was so like obviously shady towards her husband like oh right sex oh and then she, and she always <laughs> it seems like she always gets roles where sex is so an afterthought because even when she was uh christina yang and Grace anatomy she fell asleep with dr burke when they were having oh my sex God. while they were having sex she fell asleep damn that's <laughs> so, gonna be rough yes i mean <laughs> poor male ego like i mean fuck the male ego look <laughs> look look it's not her fault that his 60 seconds of of passion 
is not is not working out. But she, I mean, that's that was actually for like the misandrist inside of me. That was one of my favorite parts of watching season one was like her interaction with her husband, and perhaps perhaps that makes me bad. But it is what it is. And it you, was fantastic. It was excellent role reversal for portrayals of couples in media. Oh where it's yeah. The, boyfriend slash husband whatever saying don't you remember we had that game night with the neighbors <laughs> oh yeah. you totally forgot i guess we could try to reschedule but this was your idea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to the point exactly. where yeah it escalated to domestic violence abuse levels where it's like you know you're too obsessed with this job and it's 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 tearing us apart yeah and yeah. he's like i need yeah. to find a way to i don't know anchor you into reality because what you're going through right now is insane you said that your job was not dangerous that man who was but in your house whole ass he's lie. dead <laughs> he is dead he's a whole ass lie like don't my but, uh, feelings matter about anything and then she like sucker punches him and he's like oh whew. yo she like, did you draw blood she <laughs> punched him twice she punched him twice or maybe it was thrice because she also pushed him too and yes. um we should probably play some bets on the violence she'll do to her husband this year because all articles and things are pointing to, I mean, I think that was actually the namesake of one of the the titles, maybe Digital Spy or something, when they were like, oh, Killing Eve. It was a quote from Sandra, oh, like Killing Eve season two, much darker. Okay. I mean, maybe. So does that mean she stabs her man? Because I'm not, I'm down with that, actually. Or does well, not if she goes to jail. Not if she it? goes to jail. Like, I'm thinking that somewhere in the season, maybe even early on, Villanelle's like, you know what? This you think Villanelle's going to stab her man? Yeah, like this piece. Like, he's, I don't get how he fits in with us because he, he can't exist if we're going to be a be thing. interesting because, like, I feel like the only threat Villanelle perceived, like, to her romantically was Dude. Yeah. Um, who she murdered in the club. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even though they yeah. were, they had no sexual, they had no sexual thing anything, at all, but right? like she perceived that as some kind of competition. I guess maybe possibly. It was like you guys are all t- well, always together. No, I need to separate you. And then when she looked up the name because she couldn't find the palastri for her, and then yeah. found it under the husband's name. Exactly, it's like, exactly. Maybe he really does need to go. I mean, to me, her husband kind of reminds me of Brussels sprouts. Like it's just <laughs> like you know. It's that vegetable on the side that I guess it provides some nutrients, but really, do you want to eat it? Right. Like, I mean, and if we, y'all out there like Brussels sprouts, well, congratulations. Okay. They're not my favorite green. I mean, you can have that all by yourself. I don't want any. I mean, <laughs> but he's literally, he's like the character that's saying, you know, this is a bad idea, but we don't need him to do that in this story. I mean, I'd rather it come from someone on her team. Like, especially her ex-boss's son. Let him right, say, right. this is crazy. Like, th- you know, this is, cra- this is crazy, right? Like, this is, we're going where? What? 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 What's happening, guys? Um, And yeah, so in this article from Digital Spy, uh, yeah, Sandra O oh is basically saying that, quote, it is so much darker for Eve's character. It just goes really, really dark. And the pressure is intense. The pressure was already <laughs> intense, Sandra. But thank you for upping the shit. And Jody adds, uh, I think it, as well, it's just so much more of what people loved about the first series, which, yeah, gimme, 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 gimme more. I mean, give me more. Um, to quote Britney Spears, gimme, gimme more. Give us all the things. Like when that car wouldn't start and she was walking up with her gun pointed right at the window. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know we're not even recapping the episodes not, right now, but not, let's, but let's just for a second. Um, okay. Do you know how excited I was during that whole sequence of events? Like, I was losing my shit because it was just too many amazing things were happening at once. It was the comedy of Frank. That was his name, right? Frank running and crying. And Eve being like, get your shit together. Her fucking co-workers freaking the fuck out, justifiably, in the backseat. Like, what are you doing? And um, 
her one cooker was like, I don't know what you want to do with her. You can do whatever you want with her. Just please drive right now and then we'll find her again and do it. Just the whole sequence of events was great. And then Eve getting out the car to be like, well, level up. Uh, <laughs> let's see what we're about to do. I'm about to go see my girlfriend. I mean, and, that's literally um, what it was. It's like, finally. Like, <laughs> no, it was a great level up because you can see from Villanelle in that scene where she's like, oh, we leveling up, are we, bitch? And that's why later that night she was in the crib <laughs> because she was like, okay, this is what we're doing. And it was beautiful. <sighs> Deep exhale. Do you see what this show does? <laughs> I, like, I need you to understand. If you can't feel these levels from this show, it just what means that maybe, right, it just means that maybe, maybe you don't, you haven't watched it, which is why we need you to we come, need and, you to, come we on and catch up. That. Start from season one, episode one. I promise you're going to get just as hype, especially if you're pro misandry, pro women winning. Pro women winning, winning. Winning no matter what. Winning their narratives, winning yeah. winning in their life and their stories, coming out the victor based on extraordinary circumstances that didn't work out in their favor in the beginning. Exactly. Because there was a lot of women being tied down to things in the beginning mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, women mm-hmm. being liberated, liberated by the end. Liberated. Whether it's via an organization. What? You're my <laughs> handler. You're now dead or you're now running away. You're now... You're now not the boss of me and you exactly. can't handle me. So it's... It's beautiful shit. And I would like to thank... Uh, the BBC and yes. everyone at Killing Eve for releasing uh, that trailer on on Valentine's. I think that was a fantastic release. And that haunted. Uh, I guess that's the thing now. Since Jordan Peele did with I Got Five on it, they did um Addicted to Love, which is a uh, eighty song, but they True. did it with like the haunting slower. And they've actually been really great about the scoring um for Killing Eve. It's just oh, been yeah. on on point. Um, which I appreciate that. I feel like we got to give a shout out to those uh valentines i showed you oh yes uh, earlier um found on the killing villain eve tumblr okay shout out to y'all shout out to y'all yes all right so i'm gonna say well well they're they're all great but i'm gonna read my favorites first so there was someone who did some cards if you were trying to give a little card to your sweetie your little bae your little boo thing you could have given them a killing eve card and some of them were like roses are red violets are blue you might have stabbed me but i still like you (laughs) You guys, that's so cute. There's another one. That one has a picture of Eve and Villanelle on there from when they were laying on the bed from the final oh, episode. Yes. Second one is like, your stomach isn't the only thing I want to penetrate with a, <laughs> with a perplexed but also excited, pensive <sighs> face from Sandra O oh on there. That's how I described it. Yeah. My third favorite is Take Me to Your Hole, short and sweet. <laughs> picture of Jodie Comer about mm-hmm. to slice bitches from yes. when she was in jail. Yes. Um, what else we got? Champagne isn't the only thing that's, that's scoring tonight. tonight. <laughs> uh, I want your amazing hair between my legs Ooh. to and from. Mm. Uh, oh, I did like the throwaway from dude from the from the team. I don't want to keep it professional. <laughs> Adorable. Uh, so thanks. Thanks, fellows, fellow uh, fans out there for yes. making these beautiful cards. And thank you for making Tumblr fun because I never was going to go back there. But, you know, <laughs> you found a way to lure me back in. Villanelle can murder me. Okay. Yes. That's exactly what I'm oh, talking about. Oh, was that about. in the notes? Oh, no. It says it here when I, when you clicked on the page. Oh. So it's it's adorable. So well, I think it's it's like one of those rare things where you're like, if I were to be murdered, how doth I want to go? And definitely I would request Villanelle if I could. Mm-hmm. Because I was just I literally was just thinking 
um, from watching some movie on Netflix, like, and I was like, damn, I wish I had a cyanide pill for the misandry, you know, just in case a crazy dude just gets me and he wants to do his insanity. And I'm like, let and, me just bite crazy this monologue where he's <laughs> yeah. like, no, I'm not trying to hear, I'm not trying to hear monologue. Let me mansplain to you A man why. monologue about why I'm murdering you right now. No, I just want to be able to bite that cyanide pill in my cheek and be out. And so if I could request um, a lady killer, if we're doing that for serial killers, I would like to please. And thank you. Um, Cause I probably would get at least a little bit enjoyment out of that. Whew. Oh, good shit. Um, Oh, we got to mention cat fight since we watched it. Yes. Okay. I don't know who out here owns or borrows a Netflix subscription, but I'm going to need you to log into that account log and in. search cat fight. Do it. It's this indie film that came out. I wish I would have caught it in theaters. At I the remember. Time. I didn't even know it existed at the, I at the time. I saw the YouTube promo for it, which has still been up, and but I could not find this movie anywhere. And then you told me one night and you found it. One night it <laughs> appeared on the Netflix. I, I mean, we were looking long and hard for this shit. You know, Blockbuster's not a real thing. So it's rough. If you can't find it streaming, where are you going to find it? And we found it. It starred Sandra Oh and um, Anne Heche. Yes. And Wow. Wow. How do we sum this up? Um, okay. Two women, maybe not happy with their lives. Definitely not. All right. If you follow the argument between the two I women. I feel like they dated in college. It was alluded weird. to. It was alluded to. They right. never said, but I feel like like Sandra O's character was maybe the girl that hooks up with girls in college and just completely throws it in her past. I could, I, could, I could definitely see that and read into Like Alicia Silverstone is there being Alicia, Alicia Sil- Silverstone. An anti-vaxxer. Yeah. <laughs> She's an anti-vaxxer in there. But they have this weird exchange. Like they, they're friends from college and maybe high school. I think they stopped speaking to each other when uh, the other girl gets a girlfriend for some reason. Right, right, right. And, um, you know. And they uh, just go on their merry ways, living life. And then, you know, this one girl, you know, she has a son and, you know, she drinks too much, according <laughs> to the husband, which, I mean, Sandra O. Oh, first of these all, roles where she's not sexually satisfied by this man that she's with. I, first of all, you guys need to watch the movie just to see who they put as her husband. I y- think we need to all see the offensive behavior. Yeah. Of this motherfucker with fly ass, gorgeous ass Sandra oh. I don't, I don't. See, this is, goes back to the hetero propaganda I keep telling you about, just like the propaganda of lies. Because what do you mean, gorgeous ass Sandra O oh, got a man whose hairline is starting from his right. neck, the back like, of his neck? That's not right. I was like, um, looking like he's 75 and shit. I mean, he just single handedly proved that all the brown nosing <laughs> in the world won't help you regrow all your crop up top. Like that fertilizer don't do nothing for a pee. No, no, no. And the worst, the most offensive part about that was like him throwing shade to Sandra. Yes. He was like, bitch, could you drink less? He was <laughs> Yo, like, could what? you drink less? Well, I have more fun near you when I drink. I, when okay. I drink, yeah. Yeah. Just could looking you leave at our that. Son alone? That. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, well, he's my son too. Exactly. And I'd rather spend this moment with him than with you. Than with you. Okay. Yes. So just. But y'all, it's got some violence in there. And in a kind of way, it's an interesting prelude to Killing Eve because it's it's somewhere in the dark comedy um, section because it's definitely dark where they go oh. because she fights. She fights Anne Heche. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. They don't pull no punches. No, I loved it. It was not it was an iron incredible. fist female fight scene by any <laughs> means. It wasn't like... No. It was, no, it was hardcore and you felt those hits. Like, I, it, and it went on for a little bit that like towards the last punch, I was like, well, damn, are we still going? Like, right. Like y'all out of like... breath and still can't stand <laughs> each other to the point where you need to throw another punch. And then if in the preview, it shows like, oh, someone's in a coma for two years and 
I mean, you lose a lot when you're in a you coma. Lose a <laughs> you lose a whole lot in a coma. But y'all should check that out because it's amazing. And random stars are in there. Like, you'll notice people. Like, I think, what, uh, Titus was there. Oh, wait. Um, didn't we see... Was it Tony Collette? I might have seen her in there. I feel like it was just weird people that I'm like, wait a minute. I just watch things because you show up. So how come I didn't know about this independent movie before? What the hell is going on? Like, I'm going to need to teach you how to walk again because you ain't got no more money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Yeah, Titus. Titus was totally in there. He was the nurse. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Well. Oh, and you know what I'll mention, too? I'll mention Dr. Foster because I looked at some of that on Netflix in this past week. And Dr. Foster, whew, it's peak heteropropaganda, messy heteropropaganda, to be sure. Jodie Comer is in there playing like a mistress character. Um, huge departure from her playing Villanelle, but still very competent as a thespian, which I'm not surprised. So you guys can check it out. But I warn you, I warn you, the hetero propaganda is strong in this one. <sighs> and the characters are mostly unlikable for the most part. If you just want to watch, watch messy straight people destroy their lives, then hey, do so, that. So slice of life Americana circa <laughs> the 40s, 60s? Exactly, about? exactly. Yeah. If you just want to watch for Jody, you could do that too. Um, she's not in there a heck of a lot, um, but she's there. I'm going to try to make it through White Princess next, eventually, just to see what's, what's crack-a-lagging. Yeah, Work you my let way. me know how that goes. Because <laughs> I, I mean, just from that title alone, that, that seems like a hard pass. You're like, I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. If I'm, I didn't even think I was going to finish um, Dr. Foster, but it was just one of those things where, like, you know how Netflix just keeps going? Oh, yeah. And then you know, just, like, next thing you know, you're like, you. I'm kind of invested. And the BBC seasons are so short that it's a little bit easier to get through. But yeah, so there's that. Um, you know what I'm thinking of now? I want St. Vincent and Dua Lipa to do a song for Killing well, Eve. Look, <laughs> can we drink? Can we drink? <laughs> I want attention, this. <laughs> attention, uh, uh, queer powers that be. Uh, uh, Twenty by teen, as the kids are calling it, from last year's 2018. Look, we need this. Someone send yes. a memo to Dua and Annie and say, "Hey, ladies." You remember that performance you did on the Grammys? That shit was hot. That shit was steamy. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. you seen the comments? Have you seen the hashtags? Did you see the trending? There's fucking fan fiction, girls. Now's the time to capitalize on that supreme gay energy that you manifested on the Grammy stage and give us what we need, which is a duet yes. for Killing Eve. Yes. The soundtrack. I mean. Yes. You hit, no, the, you hit the nail on the head, Terrence. I'm, yeah. still, I'm like imagining like it right now in my head. Visual? I'm like, oh my God. From a live performance to the point where the cameraman, it wasn't a woman. The cameraman. <laughs> the cameraman lost like, his shit. Whoa. He was like, the shit's too hot. The shit's whoa. too hot. I mean, if whoa. you guys have not seen that performance, which again, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm. it's probably likely that you've come across it. But if you haven't, please do yourself a favor and Google. Google Dua Lipa and St. Vincent at the Grammys. Oh, it was great. It was beautiful. And between them and Janelle Monae, they really served... The gay energy at the Grammys. Oh, yes. We thank you for it. Not please, not please, Janelle left without a statue because that's a travesty. That is wrong. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how they did that. How did they do that? I, I, I don't know. I, how, how did it happen? That. And the thing was, I don't even know the girl that won. Like, I didn't recognize her, but I just, I'm, I think I'm going to hate her forever because she beat out Janelle and there's no way she should have beat out Janelle. For yeah. of the year, there's just no fucking way. There's just no way. I'm getting sidetracked, but I'm going to send prayers up. To the goddess above for Dua Lipa and St. Vincent's duet because that's what we deserve. Yes. We're stuck with Trump as a president. We deserve nice things. So, like this, Ugh. right? 
Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's. Ooh, I'm, about, I'm about to play that performance again. Just, I think we should. Posterity. The... Just for posterity. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should just put it into my rotation just to help the energies flow. Like, <laughs> just in general, just like we contribute to the energy of loveliness. But is that is that is that all for news? I feel like uh, surrounding uh, killing Eve. I feel like I mean, yeah. check out the articles. Basically, a bunch of articles came out um, in the past few days because the trailer dropped, and everyone is super excited. Um, I mean, that's I, it I for know. like recent news. I mean, if you want to dig in the crates, and you can say all the awards they swept up. You know, true. Let's 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 go over that for a second. Shout out to fucking Sandra. Oh, bitch, killing it during award season. I mean, they deserve all the awards. Yes. And the only, I know there are some people who are disappointed that Jodie Comer did not scoop as many noms as Sandra Oh. And I'm going to just say that I feel like that's her age, down her age, down her exposure. Sandra Oh is an extremely competent, beloved actress for a while who just didn't get enough looks. Right. For all the reasons that women and minorities don't get looks. She got this shit. She's allowed to shine. It's going to be easier for her to shine first, especially with, actually, when you look at it, the awards, like the awards deck right now, like who's on deck? That shit is, it's easier to get an Oscar, in my opinion, than to get a fucking Emmy for some of these shows because yes. the competition's too fucking thick. Yes. I mean, Game of Thrones is coming back this year at the same time as Killing Eve. I mean, who who has the space in the drama category? It's yeah. At least Killing Eve is like sometimes a miniseries or I don't know if it's sometimes in another category, but like if you're going up against Game of Thrones, Westworld, motherfucking who else is over there this is us i don't fucking know the juggernaut shows that are constantly pulling nominations it's it's hard i hear for a pimp but i really think that uh season two will see jody getting the nomination she deserves i feel like the some of these bodies award bodies want to see her put in her time and maybe turn out another season where she's killing it which i fully oh, yeah. believe she's gonna fucking kill it this next season and, and then um yeah and if you think about it like what they did with uh, what is this Critics Choice, where they had both of these stars yes, in the same yes. category for the same show, competing with each other for these awards? Like, what other shows really gonna give you that? How many? Oh, the only one I can actually think of that is the one that's got all the fucking best bitches on there right now from the film. What's that show with uh, Reese Witherspoon? Big Little oh, Lies. Yeah, Big Little, yeah, Big right, Little Lies. Right. Because they already had a bunch of bitches, and they're like, let's add Meryl Streep and Nicole Kidman. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, if I was trying to be nominated, I'm like, yeah, honestly, you guys can go suck my dick because you're really, you just added Meryl and Nicole to the cast. Congratulations. I won't be winning anything anywhere. Mm. Um, so fuck. I just lost my train of thought because. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's like, no, me seeing little things like that where it's like, yeah, you guys are adversary, ro- romantic adversaries, but <laughs> equally like nominated for like these in the same exact categories for the same show. Now, mind you, they they, they have a spectrum of right. programs to right. choose from. Right. It's like drama series. It's like, okay, well, there's a lot of shows that are there's turning out. There's a lot out. of shows. And so for you both to get noms for the same show, that's saying, hello, we, you we are love this. And okay? we love this fucking right. show. So Absolutely. you own that. You own that. And, you know, you may not get every nom, but I mean... But it's okay, and I think, and I, as a, as just like a fan of these actresses, like this is a hella come up for Jodi because this is a show she's on with the most amount of press. So even if you're a little bit salty that she's not getting statues just yet, she will, she will, 
She will, you guys. And we can certainly hope that Killing Eve will make it to at least three seasons, right? And so that's plenty of time. Oh, yeah. Um, for her to to shine on. And like, also, ladies, thanks. Thanks for serving up that black and white aesthetic at the award show on the carpet, holding hands, looking fierce. You, remember, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Got me all excited and shit. I just love these ladies, to be perfectly honest. And I don't know that there's another show on TV right now that I'm more passionate or excited about. You know, but except for maybe, but to a lesser degree, because there's not enough misandry, Game of Thrones. And that's because I've just been so invested for years right. with Game it's of Thrones. Right, it's like, but... all right, hashtag completionist, we got to see this through. Exactly. And it's the year of the ending. It's so the let's... year of the ending, so it's a big deal. But in terms of just like serving me some women with agency, uh, violence, violent against men, um, just Killing Eve comes out on top. Uh, and then amazing lines, Phoebe Waller-Bridge and also new writer whose name I'm forgetting off the top of my head right now, but I will look it up because she had something cute to say about Phoebe Waller-Bridge at a... Where is it at? Where is it at? Let me see. Here we go. I think it was at... Um, yeah, this was in Hollywood Reporter where they were giving a panel and the current writer said she described Phoebe Waller-Bridge as, quote, William Shakespeare, but hot. As if, <laughs> as if Shakespeare could smash out Killing Eve and Fleabag in one year and still look devastating in a red sequin dress. So off that statement alone, I was like, all right, bitch, you got the reins for season two. I'm looking forward to it. I, I appreciate that. I plan on clutching my pearls often. <laughs> That's going to be my vibe for clutching of pearls, yep. throwing of wigs. I don't know about eating because I'll, I'll probably choke to death because I'm going to be laughing. Spontaneous yeah, laughter. Like yeah. these are things that I'm on the lookout for. So, I mean, these are things to be prepared for if you're watching it. I mean, this isn't like one of those laugh track kind of shows like this. This shit is fucking funny. It's clever. It's satirical. It's dark. It's witty. It's everything. And what just like I feel like I'm about to sound really pretentious and excited at the same time, but I'm going to do it as a person who just loves like art and performance like to see two thespians who very clearly are having they've developed this rapport and this give and take where you know you've listened to their interviews and they both say they pushed each other really far as you know as far as um being a creative thespian goes and that from the table read you know jody comer was like if this doesn't go anywhere i still had this amazing read with yes. another actress yes. and so i just feel like on a in a creative bubble scale they're just creating really good work and then just as a spectator i'm like fuck yeah this is amazing. And so I'm fucking excited for season two. I hope you guys are fucking excited for season two. Uh, be sure to tweet out when you're watching. You can watch with us. Tweet at us. Yes, we'll we will be uh, tweeting live and stuff and then releasing episodes just FY Izzy um, on the day after uh, Killing Eve has shown. So you guys can rage and be excited and scream and fangirl Stan, our favorite killer. All, all, all the while long with us. Oh, I, I think we're actually going to do a giveaway too, probably of a poster because I have an extra one. And by poster, I mean poster. I printed you guys because if you've looked on eBay or Amazon Slip or any place else, tickets. nobody's selling Killing Eve it's, shit. It's almost like it's, it's not nothing. the best show on There's, the planet. Which I'm, what happened? Me. What's going on, BBC? Where's my sweatshirt? Where's my hoodie? Where's my t-shirt? Where's my cup? Where's my mug? All I have actually is a Killing Eve pin from SDCC. You know, I was going to walk on over to Amazon, but you know, they're not coming to <laughs> Long Island City no more. So I can't do that. Good. Bye, can't Amazon. Mm. All right. So next time you'll be hearing from us, ladies and gents, is uh, soon where we'll be recapping probably episode one and two yeah. um, at the same time of Killing Eve when we help you join us on that journey. Yes, we hope you love watching it as much as we do. I tr trust that we wouldn't tell you to watch this show if it wasn't great. Trust. Please trust us.
It is fucking incredible. And until next time, guys. Here's hoping you get killed by a woman. <laughs> Peace. Bye. It's like totally murder.